Peace, love, and light, family. It's your girl, Morgan Renee Myers. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of The Exchange. I know it's been a good little minute since I've checked in podcast out, but I'm back and I'm ready to get back into it. So here we go. So I've just been um, thinking a lot about my health lately. The older I get, the closer I approach 30. I'm 28 now. So the closer I approach 30, I just start being more conscious of my health and how I do and don't want to be functioning when I'm older and even how I'm functioning now. So I've noticed certain differences in the discomfort in me gaining weight and what that looks like and how I would prefer to look and be able to move. For example, like um, my left ankle has been giving me trouble for some time now. Like it don't just be throbbing out the blue or nothing, but I can just tell a difference in strength as opposed to like, you know, my right side. So, you know, thinking about all of that stuff and just understanding and knowing that the type of world that we live in is so much easier and cheaper to access food that is not technically food or nutritious for you. It's just convenient and it may taste good. Your taste buds get addicted to certain things that may not be the healthiest for you. So I just decided to, you know, reflect on my own journey and just share some ideas with you all. And maybe we can all keep each other accountable. And I do look forward to interviewing um, some local business owners who are in the health and fitness realm and can, you know, help give some of their pointers on how to pretty much change your life. So if you're looking forward to changing your lifestyle to be more healthy, not just in a physical sense, but if that's, you know, spiritually healthy, mentally healthy, all of these things, just health in general is something we should be concerned about. So the topic of today is going to be how to stay healthy using your money, your mind and your movements. So something that I notice when I start to beat myself up or get upset with how I'm looking and all of that is to track where my money is going. I like to keep receipts for everywhere I go, not just because I'm a business owner, but so that I can look and reflect back over the year and see where the majority of my money was going. For some people, it could be cosmetics, the hair and makeup industry. It could be food. It could be shopping for clothes and things of that nature. So when you're keeping track of where all your money goes, um, like on the Excel file, you type in you know, where you shop, what you bought, how much it was, you can get a good idea of where your money is going. And I know for me, eating out or just quick meals or even little quick snacks, that stuff add up, y'all. Five, six, seven, eight, nine dollars at a fast food joint, 10 to 15 to 20 dollars, depending on what you get in at a sit-down restaurant. Plus, you supposed to tip the server. <laughs> for those that don't know, you're supposed to leave a tip. So you paying full price, you tipping. Um then, you know, just the little snacks that you get here and there that we know are just not the best for us. We know that the back of the ingredients list is full of things that we can't pronounce and can't say. For those of us that do not eat consciously or shop at those type of stores that provide, you know, that type of 
uh, healthy products. We know that half the words we can't pronounce and all the crap that's in it to keep it preserved is just really not the best for us. So that's one way of tracking your money. Like, where is my money going? And if it's going toward food, how can I cut back? Also, something that Spirit just dropped on me was like, I can use the same money that I'm using for the bad stuff on the healthy stuff. So let's say I look back over the month of July and I spent $200 in food, which is easy to do. And I'm calculating maybe groceries, eating out, you know, quick snacks, all of that. Maybe it was $200. How can I then take the next month or the next couple of months um, to utilize that same $200 that I would have used on food that I have proven to myself I've done that before? on healthy items, whether that be, you know, machinery to work out at home or a gym membership, or maybe using that money instead of going out and buying steak and crab legs at top notch prices, I could put that toward a personal trainer or like I said, a gym membership or literature on different things that you're trying to understand about your body or the foods you consume. How can I use that same money that I'm using to spend out and eat out on food that is not Serving my body and providing me nutrients is just, you know, filling a void for the moment for my taste buds. That's another thing. The taste buds, man. Ooh, them things. That's that's the toughest part. So that makes me transition to the mind. So I said today's topic is about how to use your money, your mind and your movement. So the mind, what I'm learning for myself is like self-discipline, self-control, self-mastery. Committing to yourself is one of the toughest yeah, most rewarding things that you can do because it's only in your mind. My brother T. Walker got a song um, on one of his mixtapes called It's Only In Your Mind. It's only in your mind. That's where like it starts. So yeah, the taste buds are a physical representation of what's going on in your mind, but you have to get to a point where you're stronger. And so I'm not even going to lie. For me, I'm still very much working on that because I will give in and I'll know. So this is why I don't really like when people be like, oh, well, you know, go at your own pace. Uh, well, if you do do it, don't beat yourself up. And that, because for me, I take that shit and run like, okay, well, I ain't gonna beat myself up that I had a steak today. Next day, I ain't gonna beat myself up that I had uh, all this salt and these potato fries and potato chips and mashed potatoes all in the same day. I ain't gonna beat myself up. So I'll just keep using the excuse of, oh, well, it's taking one day at a time and I don't see progression. So for me, that don't work. I have to get to a point where like I am holding myself accountable and maybe some other people around me are holding myself, holding me accountable. Um, I know with partnerships, like being in a relationship with somebody, I hear that the purpose of those is to have personal growth. So your partner should help challenge you and hold you accountable. But you also got to have that for yourself, whether you're in a partnership or not. And I'm not. So I'm learning that like, I really got to be my own cheerleader and my own coach. And it's all about, you know, being in your mind. Now, some of us know that that's just not our strength. And so it wouldn't hurt to find a mentor, find somebody who already has the lifestyle or the physique that you want. And, you know, see how you could utilize their mentorship. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. Also, daily check-ins with yourself and meditation will help you with your mindset. Because if you're taking time to commit to you and you're taking these deep breaths and you're thinking and you're writing goals and you're planning, 
then your mind just starts to shift. So when those cravings come, when those thoughts come, it's easier for you to dismiss them because you understand one that you're committed to you and your body will start to speak to you. Well, sis, because it happens to me all the time. Like I've been vegan before. I've been vegetarian before. There are periods where I'm just a meat eater. And then there are times where I just don't have a taste for it at all. So it really is just a, a matter of, Having enough strength within yourself to be like, sis, now you know you don't need that burger and fries. Or sis, you know you have not worked out none this week. So that moves me to my last point. We're talking about how to stay healthy using your money, your mind, and your movements. So your movements. What are you actually physically doing with your body? Now, some people can be very thin and eat terribly or eat great. And just be thin and they just don't seem to gain weight. That does not mean that they're healthy. Um, Same thing with bigger people. Now, we definitely can associate some um, issues in health and size with directly correlated with the diet. But there are also people that are just naturally pleasantly plump or have a sturdier um, exterior, if you will. And they can get in a ton of movement or not be moving at all. So it's really not about a size thing. It's about a we're human beings, we're spirits in a human body type thing. And if you're not putting no action toward it, that thing gonna break down on you. And that's um really one of my one of my fears, one of the things that I don't want to happen as I age. I don't want it to be hard to walk. I don't depict myself as everybody, you know, has this idea of like, well, when you get older, you just expect to be sick and have people taking care of you. Well, I beg to differ. I like to challenge to commit to myself, to my money and my mind, as well as my movements, that I can keep myself accountable to being healthy enough to walk around and still take care of myself at an old age. And the fact that I've seen 80 something year old women walking around still driving still got their right mind um it's very inspiring and I know that it's possible and I also know that the older you get all of these bad habits that you um start early on can really mess you up in the end so um yeah what type of movements I just seen a video uh that the comedian Monique did not too long ago because we even seen her weight loss journey and she's posting now a lot about working out and stuff and she said something so simple yet profound like you just got to get moving she said women are inboxing her talking about they got depression and they just can't get up she's like and when I felt like that I just went for a walk so start small it don't have to be I'm definitely not on any kind of like level (laughs) as far as like in the gym or the workout I just do what I can when I can you know So whether that's dancing in the garage in front of a mirror, whether that's taking a Zumba class, whether that's, you know, going to the gym, I personally, I just don't really, I'm not comfortable in gyms. Like, I don't know if it's what it is about me, but I just feel like, you know, people is looking and I've had, I've had plenty of people tell me, ain't nobody paying attention to you in the gym, everybody doing their own thing. But it's like, I'll be looking at people in the gym and you definitely do make eye contact with people at times. So they might not be studying, focusing on me, but I just don't want nobody to see me sweat. And I don't know how to use half the machines and I don't like looking crazy trying to figure it out. I just, I'm not a gym girl, but I'll take a dance class in a minute. And I love the cardio and the sweat that I can get from that without it feeling like it was a workout. Like I still feel like, you know, the workout pains while doing it, but it's not as like so strenuous and like focused as like I'm doing 10, 15 reps on this machine at the gym. Like I just, I'm not here for it. So, you know, movement could be taking a walk, taking that first step. It could be dancing. It could be going to the gym. It can be doing yoga. 
It can be swimming. It's, there are all kinds of sports and activities that can really get you engaged. But this is why I encourage my audience. Did you wake up? Did you stretch? Did you drink water? Did you meditate? Speak your affirmations? Give thanks before you started your day? If not, take five minutes. Social media will still be here. Life will still be here. That job will be still be here. That morning traffic will still be here. And if you catch yourself not you know, forgetting to do that, you can still stop and do it in the middle of the day because it's so important that we take that time to ourselves so that we can um, speak with ourselves and tune in because when we listen to our body, it's going to tell us. That's why I know even with all the weight that I've gained and the progression that I have and then the, the backsliding I'll do, your body, your mind, your spirit is still always speaking with you. You know what you need to do for you. And if you just want to be, um, you know, eat what you want to eat and get fat and somebody's still going to love you and, you know, all these other, you know, like fat positive type remarks, because for me, it, there's a difference in like body positivity and just not taking care of your health. And so I don't want us to get so caught up. I know we're in a, in a very like self gratification era where, you know, there's no discipline needed. There's no need for you to, you just, everybody just need to mind their business. Don't tell nobody about nothing about concerning their body, their health, what they do with their money or how they dress or any of that. I get that we live in that type of culture, but I kind of disagree with not um, being mindful of some of the messages that we're putting out there. No, you can't just eat anything and do anything and just expect to remain healthy. And it, it kind of gets... Um, it's a little sad when you get to a point in life and like you need a lot of medical attention at once based on, you know, some decisions that you made over a long period of time. And this is not geared to anyone specifically. It's just things that I think about. And especially as being a melanated person, we know sometimes we are at higher risk for some of these things. So, um, a lot of these things are really not designed for our bodies. And so uh, also with the mind, I'm learning to change my mind about stuff, change my mind about the type of foods I eat or things that are called food that are not ne necessarily nutritious. I have to change my idea of the fact that I don't really like any vegetables aside from cabbage. I just have to change my mind about it. Like I have to get to a point where it's like, OK, it might not be the most tastiest or I have to work on this recipe to get to somewhere I want to be. But I know why I'm doing it. You got to find out your why. Why are you wanting to make these choices? Because I want to live longer, because I want to remain healthy. I want to still be able to walk and travel and take care of myself. I want to be able to bend over and tie my shoe. I want to walk up some stairs without running out of breath. I want to be able to run. You know, if the apocalypse come and I need to dip or something. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's just where I'm at with it. But. That's all I got for today. This is what has been on my mind. Um, and this is what came to me. So I'm working on being more committed to myself and being stronger with how I spend my money, how I build my mind up to be prepared to do things that I know I need to do versus what I want to do and how I'm moving. Move your body, body. Yeah. So I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, definitely respond back with how you're doing on your journey or what are some of your goals and keep a sister prayed up. All right. And hold me accountable. So I appreciate you all. And I'll tune in with you again soon. Peace, love and light.